Most likely, if you've had an opportunity to interact with a labor relations agency, it's probably been in a mediation, training, or unfair labor practice process. But what exactly are labor relations agencies, such as the Washington Perk, where your co-hosts Emily, Chris, and Matt work, and how do they fit into the negotiation sphere? In this episode, we are honored to be joined by Sarah Kadahai of the Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service to explore that question and more. Sarah is also a leader in the Association of Labor Relations Agencies, which is an organization of impartial government agencies in the U.S. and Canada that are responsible for administering labor management relations laws and services. Sarah will also talk about the virtual conference Aura is hosting on July 25th, go over the interesting and very timely topics and speakers on the agenda, and invite you to register and attend. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Percolator Podcast. My name is Matt Greer, one of your co-hosts on the, on the podcast, and today I have uh, Emily Martin, one of our co-hosts. Hi, Emily. How are you doing? Hey, Matt. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing great, and I'm really excited today because we have a special guest, and a special guest to Sarah Kadehai, um, who is not only one of our valued colleagues, I consider her a friend. I've known her for a few years now and uh, through various organizations, including the one we're talking about today, and I'm very excited to have you here, Sarah. So why don't you um, take a moment and tell us a little about yourself. Of course. Thank you, Matt. And thank you for having me on. I'm very excited uh, to be part of the Percolator. Um, as Matt said, my name is Sarah Kadahai, and I currently serve as the general counsel for the Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service. And I am currently in a detail, uh, which we have sometimes in the federal government, where I am temporarily serving as senior advisor and attorney advisor to the office of the director. For those of you that don't know FMCS, we're an small but mighty independent federal agency that provides conflict management services, including mediation, training, and facilitation uh, in the labor arena. Again, excited to be here with you all today. Thanks for, for joining us. So the main reason we have you here today is we're very excited about the Association of Labor Relations Agencies is having a conference coming up later this month. And we're going to talk about that too. But Sarah is very, has been for a long time, a leader in that organization. And the last in-person conference they had was in Cincinnati, and Sarah um, did a great job of organi helping organize that and, and doing that. So this year it's going to be virtual, and we're going to talk a little about that. But we thought we'd start off by talking a little about what ELRA is, and Sarah is a great resource for that. So you want to give us a little thumbnail for those who may, may not have heard of ELRA before, what it is? Of course. So ELRA stands for the Association of Labor Relations Agencies, and it's an association of local, state, and federal neutral labor relations agencies in the United States and also Canada. So state agencies, city agencies, federal agencies. Our primary purpose is professional development. So as part of that, you mentioned our conference. That's our biggest professional development that we have every year also have started doing professional development outside the conference, hosting webinars, which are often free to member agencies, but we've also hosted several for negotiators, advocates, as well as member agencies about what's going on out there uh, in, in labor relations today. It's on all right. Like what is it? What's um, who does it consist of? So the member agencies are all the neutral labor relations agencies, and it is run by a board composed of people from those agencies. So our president is the chair of the New York City Office of Collective Bargaining, Susan Penapento, 
And actually, the president-elect is the executive director of Washington Perk, Mike Sellers. Yay. And then we have, yes, exactly. <laughs> and we have uh, several other board members as well as executive board members from uh, throughout the United States and Canada. All of our members are neutral labor relations agencies, so they implement labor relations laws, whether it's the National Labor Relations Act or state labor uh, relations laws. And many of our member agencies have additional duties as well. So some may do employment adjudication, some may do research. Uh, So it's all across the board, but we all share in common that we are neutral agencies that help implement labor relations laws. I think that's really one of the strengths of Allra. You know, everyone, every organization is slightly different. And I think sometimes when the agencies to get together, they kind of look at each other saying, so what do you do? How do you do it? <laughs> yeah, and it's so great because sometimes, you know, we get legislation where an agency will add, you know, we'll get an additional duty. So that's happened, I know, in Canada for one of the agencies we'll talk about, the Federal Sector Labor Relations and Employment Agency. It happened when I was at the Indiana Education Employment Relations Board. We added some duties. And my first call was to other member agencies in Alra to say, how do you do this? Um, You know, what are your best practices? What's been working well? What hasn't in order to develop our own rules, laws, guidance, um, and to see, you know, what works, what doesn't, and uh, to use those resources wisely. I think the cross-pollination that you have with Alra is really important because I think, especially for the state and local agencies like Washington Perk, we get kind of insulated in our little corner of the world. And I found Alra as a great opportunity to see, hear what's going on in other agencies in the United States, as well as Canada. Because like Canada is a totally different world. There's enough similarities that you can kind of make sense of it, but there's enough different stuff going on that it kind of generates different thoughts and different questions and, uh, and analyzing problems in different ways. And it's really valuable for that. So I kind of think of the labor relations world as kind of a three-legged stool, right? You have the unions and the employers, and then you have the neutrals. And so Alra is kind of that third, the third leg of that stool. And But I think we are important in the negotiation process. And that kind of was one of the percolator's goals and our, our mission is to kind of give the negotiators some tools, draw, drawing some of those uh, tools that come out, out in, the, in, our, in our universe of uh, labor relations and what, what people can use. And so Alra, I kind of think of it fits into that. And I'm kind of curious, Sarah, if you have any thoughts about how Alra and, and the goals of Alra and, and the agencies that are members there can help the negotiators and, and how do they fit, how does Alra fit into that, that three-legged stool from your perspective? Yeah, I agree. The labor relations agencies, um, they can assist negotiators in many ways. So I sort of break it down again, as you said, three-legged stool, I seeing in these three buckets, right? So the first is um, the agencies promulgate rules and issue guidance to the parties about that negotiation, depending on whatever it is that their authority, statutory authority might say. The second is providing training, both on best practices practices perhaps for negotiations, as well as what the law says in terms of what they can do, what they should do. And then the last is mediation and adjudication of disputes. So those three areas are primarily how those member agencies are interacting with negotiators out there in the labor world. And so at Aura, we have that cross-pollination where we talk to each other and can learn about how to promulgate the best rules possible in terms of efficiency, in terms of clarity for the parties, as well as some of these other items. So we often get together and talk about best practices for mediation, effective 
writing for decisions, as well as training. How are we doing training? And of course, the pandemic was a great opportunity to come together and talk about hybrid mediation and training parties on being able to do hybrid or virtual, you know, remote mediation and adjudication. And so that ability for agencies to transfer to the virtual world was faster, more effective and efficient because of the fact that we were all talking to each other and seeing what worked. We sent out to each other best practices, guides, maybe scripts that adjudicators use, and people were able to take that and tailor it to their particular statutory regime and authority and sort of who it is that practiced before them. But that's one of the things that I think was really helpful and allowed us to better serve you know, the people that come before us as agencies. Yeah, I agree. LRO was a great resource as we were transitioning to the uh, pandemic world. I think there was even a webinar that we kind of participated in about how right. <laughs> mediations in this new world I mean, it was a great way to exchange ideas and was very helpful for those of us who who do this work. Uh, so ALRA puts on that conference. And now you mentioned earlier that you know one of the primary uh, missions of ALRA is the professional development piece and the, the conference that goes on every year. And part of that, and what's going to be of most interest to our to folks listening to this is about the advocates day. So the conference is two days, if I understand it right. And one of those days right geared towards the advocates and negotiators who might be out there who, who are doing that. So I don't know, can you tell us a little more about what Advocates Day is? Absolutely. Traditionally, we do have that conference every year. And one of the days of the conference, we set aside to have professional development for the member agencies and advocates together. And our conference moves every year to a different location. We, of course, rotate between the United States and Canada, but also we try to rotate between West Coast, East Coast, and the middle of the country. And so as that conference moves every year, so too does Advocates Day. Typically, for example, you mentioned in 2019, we hosted our conference in Cincinnati. And so there was, for those of us on the ground, getting a lot of advocates from that area um, and making sure that we had programming that would be relevant to the advocates that were in that area. This year, because it's it's virtual. We have a great opportunity for negotiators all over the United States and Canada, which is for the first time, no matter where you are, you can come and be part of this uh, professional development for ALRA. So our theme this year is redefining connections. We are looking at establishing connections, securing connections, redefining uh, what that means, as well as the right to disconnect. Uh, that's something that we've been looking at as well. So as we transition into this virtual world, some of the thoughts are, when do we ever leave it? So those are some of the things that we're looking at with the conference. Advocates Day will be held July 25th of 2022 on Monday, and it's 9.30 to 1.30 Pacific Standard Time or 12.30 to 4.30 Eastern Standard Time on the East Coast like me. And we've been able to do it for low cost. It's only $50 for the entire day of programming. And you can register today at allra.org slash registration. We'll talk a little bit more in detail about the agenda, but that's also available on the website. Um, and that's what we have for Advocates Day. We mentioned that the board of ALRAs consists of employees of the various member agencies. And the same thing is true of the committee. We have a committee that runs Advocates Day. Uh, and the two chairs this year for Advocates Day is John Myrinius, who's the chair of the New York Public Employee Relations Board, and Sylvie Gilbert who's a member of the Canadian Industrial Relations Board, or CIRB. They're similar to NLRB, 
they have they regulate some things a little bit differently, but that's probably the the closest uh, counterpart uh, that we have in uh, Canada. And they've both been very active in ALRA as well, and have put forth a really great agenda for this year. You know, I want to make two thoughts when I when I heard you talking. First of all, Cincinnati was fantastic. So I just think we just acknowledge how amazing the Cincinnati conference was. Great job, Sarah. It was a it <laughs> was a, it was an amazing conference. Uh, and the second thing is, I feel like Advocates Day is this. It's this conference that that includes the advocates, but is kind of stealth because of the moving nature of Alra. It's not like it's in Seattle every year. Right. So everybody knows this time of year you come to Seattle and you do this thing. It moves from the US to Canada, it moves all around. It, it's online right now. So it's not necessarily on, on everybody's radar in a, a locality because the, it comes to town or it comes to the area, you know, and, and it's it's a great conference to go to, especially when it's nearby. But it's hard to predict, oh, I want to go to that in five years or something like that. Right. As it moves around so much. Absolutely. Which is why this year is a great opportunity because no matter where you are, you can register and plug in and uh, get to hear some of these great speakers and interact with all of these different agencies. Yeah, that's great. Maybe we get a little ahead of ourselves, but you can test out this year virtually. And then next year, it's going to be in Vancouver, I think. Right? Let's get a little ahead of ourselves. So if you really like it, next year will be easy for those, those of you who are listening to us in, uh, in Washington or Oregon or, or BC. Uh, it'll be in our back, our, our back door, basically. So you mentioned, Sarah, that there was some, you know, some of the agenda items for the Advocates Day. I'm curious if you can tell us a little more about that. Um, I had a chance to kind of look through the agenda. I'm, I think it's great. So um, what are the things you're looking forward to on the Advocates Day agenda? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very well balanced. So there are three sessions. The first session, uh, particularly for those negotiators that may do private sector uh, work, but I always think it's great professional development no matter what um, sector you're doing, is we're going to hear from the National Labor Relations Board General Counsel, Jennifer Abruzzo, who's going to discuss new initiatives at the NLRB. She has issued a number of memos, and in particular, just some highlights about remedies, including a request uh, for a a new remedy of consequential damages. She's also issued several memos about injunctive relief, about settlements. And so there's some a lot of new information out there for parties at the table, for negotiators about some of those initiatives. The NLRB has also been very active in implementing the White House Task Force on Worker Organizing and Empowerment. Um, and that task force was initiated pursuant to Executive Order 14025. So we've seen several initiatives, general counsel memos, operating memos coming out of the NLRB. So I think that's really helpful for negotiators to see um, what's coming out. I know when I worked even at the state, often the state and the board members, we would at least look to what is the NLRB doing right now? What is their case laws? We look to see what we are going to do in the state. So that's going to be then paired with an economist, Jim Stanford, who is the director of the Center for Future Work. He came and spoke to us last year, the member agencies, and found it really entertaining, very informative. And so, you know, there's a lot out there at the negotiating table that is legal based, as we hear from general counsel, but also that's not legal base, right? We know there's a lot going out there in the world with inflation, with this, is there a labor shortage or not? Some of these questions that we're hearing at the table that we're talking to negotiators about that are impacting whether or not things have settled, whether or not there may be labor strife. So really looking forward to hearing from 
Mr. Stanford about what he's um, seeing out there and what might be this new workplace in the post-pandemic world. He can sort of look out further and broader than we can and look at that. And then the last thing we're going to talk about are opportunities and limitations of virtual or online mediation. So for our negotiators to hear how, how are different agencies looking at virtual online mediation, what are best practices, what are limitations can always help us in preparing ourselves and clients for engaging in that process. And of course, you know, as you look at what's going on in the world of, of economics and you're looking at what's going on in terms of these administrative initiatives, it's really important to keep that uh, perspective as well. So that's a panel. So we have Nancy Rosenberg, who's a member of the, now this is a long one, all right, Federal Public Sector Labor Relations and Employment Board, um, and they're in Canada, and they do a slew of things labor and employment related. And then Javier Ramirez, who I have the privilege of working with, he is the Deputy Director of Field Operations for FMCS US. There is an FMCS Canada uh, as well. And then uh, Janet Gilman, who's the State Conciliator, uh, many of you probably know, who is from the Oregon Employment Relations Board. So again, different perspectives. The pandemic and the online mediation was different between not only agencies in the U.S., but between the agencies in Canada as well. Some of them did much more virtual mediation. Some of them did more in person. Of course, we all have different software and equipment um, and staffing abilities for that. So I look forward to hearing, you know, two and a half years out, um, how that all has worked and what we can still learn about making that work uh, in the future, potentially. Yeah, those are great topics, very timely, obviously. I do want to point out, I, Javier Ramirez, some of our listeners may have um, experienced, he's always a very popular speaker at the, at the Northwest Lira Conference. He's been a regular right. there. And I know that our, our uh, people who go to that conference really enjoy his presentation. So and Janet is great too. I'm sure people have, have heard of her as well. Right. So, uh, Great, great representation and, and uh, uh, crossover for the Northwest folks who are listening to this, to uh, folks that are familiar there. So great job. And Jennifer Abruzzo, I'm really excited about that. I mean, I, I keep yeah. track of Twitter, kind of labor labor law news, and she makes news almost every day in terms of uh, stuff that's <laughs> going on. So it's really, it's going to be very interesting to hear from her. So I'm looking forward to that. So And the aura connection there, of course, is that she had been president-elect in 2018 for Aura. So another aura person that is back and, and active and always happy, like you said, to hear from her. And she's a great speaker, as all of these folks are. So uh, that also helps to not only get great professional development, but hear from folks that are engaging. One of the things too about Advocates Day, not just the content of the programming, but also as a negotiator, as a member of an agency to be able to learn with and ask of the folks that are regulating, right? Um, you're going to have the opportunity to see all of these folks. There are many leaders and others in these agencies that attend that are going to be interactive, that will be able to, to chat with each other. And of course, we can do a little bit more of that in person, but even virtually to be able to see and learn from the same people and interact with as the other member agencies, I think is a great opportunity for negotiators and member agencies alike. Um, because we learn as well uh, in the agencies from having negotiators there, from learning what's going on in, in different parts of the country and in different parts of, as you said, with um, Canada and, and how some of these differences between administrations, between, you know, is the economy in Canada and the U.S. like 
what's the same, what's different, and how is that impacting the table? And what are we seeing between the two? So I'm really excited about that aspect, um, particularly this year yeah. in the conference. Absolutely. Great. Any other thoughts, Emily? Well, it looks like a great day to mark our calendars for July 25th. And let's gather together. Let's be virtual. And and then put on our calendars for 2023, July 20, or July 17th <laughs> to look ahead. Um, it would, it will be great. Matt, I think we mentioned before the, the conference is coming to Vancouver. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this year's conference, but let's talk about next year's conference. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am very excited as always to head West uh, to see all my friends and colleagues out there. The conference will be at the Pinnacle Hotel Harbor front. So it is a beautiful location. We will have um, another great agenda. We hope that advocates can come for Advocates Day, which again is that Monday, July 17th, 2023. And if you want to mark down, you can always check alra.org for information about Alra, but also the conference and any other programming that we have throughout the year that you can take part of. And then also we are on Twitter. So at labor agencies, and that is the American spelling. So L-A-B-O-R agencies. And you can learn more and follow information about this conference for this year. But again, hopefully you all can join us for this year and next year in Vancouver. It makes it better for all of us. Uh, The more voices that we hear and the more people that we can get together and, um, have that great professional development together. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. I've, I've missed the Elroy connection. I've gotten to go to a few of the conferences and they're always really enjoyable and lots of great people, especially yeah, Sarah, so. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> could, talk to you, could talk to you all day easily. But, uh, well, th- Sarah, I want to thank you again for, for joining us on The Percolator. This has been great. And hopefully our, our listeners have, have, have learned something new about agency and how the agency can help them be better negotiators and really appreciate your time sharing that information. So... Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Any closing thoughts, Emily? No, it's just great to hear from Sarah. Great to look forward to Aura. I think it's going to be a great conference, a great day, and I hope to see everybody there. Me too. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, people. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.